0: Hi everyone, if you want to get lit with us, then the next book that we're going to be reading is Homegoing by Yaa Jesse. And so put that in your eyes or ears, however you want to do that, and as always, support your local libraries and bookstores.
1: Yeah, and get a damn library card, Danny.
0: I'm trying.
1: <laughs> if you if, if you fuck with what we're doing, by, by all means, please, uh, you know, rate and review and all that shit. But as always, like, tell a friend. Um, and, and subscribe, by the way. Subscribing is always su- super helpful for us and lets us know what's going on, uh, with, with how people are listening. And if you ever want to get in touch with us, um, email, Twitter, whatever you whatever you feel like. Um, suggestions, anything. By all means. Thank you. Fuck, I
0: already
1: oh, messed oh, it oh,
0: up. Wow, like it, you actually
1: sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or
0: Thank
1: you. I'm really happy. I'm also um, drunk. So. Yeah. Sorry about that, but there's why are you no recording?
0: chance. Well, I pressed. I just immediately pressed record, and you. <laughs> You started said, talking.
1: All right, whatever. Let's... I mean,
0: like, I can, I can edit it out.
1: No, I understand. I understand how <laughs> editing works, Danny.
0: Do you though, Andy? No, because I never know? fucking do it. You do. Do you know how editing works? This is lit, lit. Where Danny edits everything.
1: <laughs> everything.
0: Everything. Uh, no, this is a podcast. I mean, I also do that, but this is a podcast where we... Read books over and we talk about him drunk and sometimes we put out episodes late. My name's Danny Burford.
1: Yeah, my name is Andrew Kalima. Sorry about the whole uh, late podcast, guys. Uh, I know unavoidable book uh, attainment issues as well as uh, travel issues, and it kind of threw us off a couple of days. But um, I
0: will say that like. I mean, the reason why it's so late is because I literally saw you in Boston, and instead of <laughs> using that time for us to record, we drank.
1: <laughs> well, sure, but we also had other, you, well, you you specifically had other things going on because of your reason for being in Boston, so like, there was, uh, there, there. it's not like we were just doing fucking nothing and, we're, no. a, and avoiding recording, but, uh, yeah. That's true. But we yeah. did
0: end up getting, I did end up getting the book, finally. It did take yes. a long fucking time. And the, uh, the book that we're reading is The Memoirs of a Survivor by Doris Lessing, which was your mom's pick
1: yes it was uh my mom is a, is a big fan of doris lossing we talked about potentially doing the, the golden notebook as well mm-hmm. um she's a she was a bit worried that this might be a little bit dated or uh, out of style at the very Antiquated. least or something like that um and so and we'll, we'll get into our, our feelings on those things but uh thank you mom and uh sorry if we hate on it i have no idea what's going to happen yet so i want to ask
0: you first if you liked it <laughs> because I don't want
1: to be the one that says anything. So i so, so you want me to be the asshole in front, of my, own, in the front the... of my own mother? You're in gonna make me be in a... of <laughs> Yeah,
0: I want to ask you first because I need to know like where yeah. I can sit All right, at the table.
1: I'm <laughs> uh, <I, laughs> way down at the fucking end. Um, I, <laughs> I, I like. I loved the messaging um, and the intricacy and the depth of this book. I found it difficult to read at times in terms of the structure uh, and, and the style. And I think we'll talk I think we'll talk about those things just kind of naturally as we as we go along with this. But um the, like I was reading the first 40 50 pages thinking like all right this is going to be kind of tough to adjust to. Like I'm not really sure if I dig how she's writing this. And at the same time like just some top drawer uh explanations about like the things that are not just the things that are going on in her story but like analysis of you know character coming of age and uh, the Mm -hmm. world around us and things like that so there was a lot to this book that I mean we'll get into but I have my mixed feelings are more about accessibility as as opposed to um like skill or messaging or something like Mm -hmm. that does that make sense Yeah, yeah yeah totally where are you at with that um
0: I think I would have enjoyed this book a lot more if mm-hmm. I didn't feel on a time crunch, and yeah, that is fair. again like totally on me. Well, yeah. and also like the fact that this book wasn't isn't super accessible to get anywhere.
1: Unfortunately, I mean, yeah, it's... no, it's
0: not even it wasn't even the library.
1: Oh, really? That's a, yeah. that kind of surprising because it was it was super easy for me to grab this. It was. An, no, I mean, was it? <laughs> i'm sorry i'm living i'm sorry i'm living in one, one of the bastions of modern uh, uh, education and all that but yeah, yeah it was yeah. it was right at the cambridge library and if not it was still it was still pretty easy to grab through the uh, system and everything it,
0: like i even like went as low to get my books from barnes and noble <laughs> and they there's not a single copy of this book in the united states seriously like, like an,
1: oh like a new like, like a, a, a new version of the of this one uh, or, yeah I, I guess because it barnes and noble isn't to use i don't think right no or, yeah so i so even any... went to
0: like three different like local bookstores too and none of yeah, yeah. it was fine i ended up getting it but mm-hmm. i do how did I... you
1: get it? actually just amazon yeah i had to buy fine. it that's fine i mean and yeah, it's a it's a soulless like piece of shit you know, Skynet S corporation. But hey, it's no big deal that that you funded it. It's fine. I know
0: it's okay. I mean, I I do also listen to Audible, so I can't really. But,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: uh And I use Kindle, so whatever. <laughs> I don't. My mom does, but I have her app. Anyway, I yes. I this is the type of book that I would get super fucking into if I had the yeah time to like reread things and time to like go back and like enjoy and savor in the very like interesting and like stuff like that, like moments of it. but yeah. I didn't have that time, so I um, didn't do a good job with reading it. and I would ju- I, I would like to reread it. I think I think that rereading it would be really good for me and, but I'm really bad at rereading books anyway, so we'll have to see, we'll have to see if that, if that works, I don't know, I don't know, I no. thought it was fine, I thought it was okay, I thought it was okay, you know that I'm not a big person, I, you know that I like books with dialogue, yes, I read I, them I, I a was, lot that's,
1: that's, that's part of what I was thinking going into, like, when I started this book, Um, again, the first, you know, X amount of pages, let's just, let's call it 50, I, I don't know, but um, I, I was like, I was trying to get my head into the style and trying to get into the flow of how things were were going and wondering, you know, is this going to be the entirety of the book or... Is there going to be like a significant either style sh- style change, setting change, something like that? Uh, part of me was th- thinking this because um, of uh, Perinacei uh, that came out within the last like what year oh, or two yeah. um, by Susanna Clark, which I loved, and uh, my mom actually really enjoyed as well. I, after she had a lot of trouble getting through, uh, was it uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell? I believe is the uh, the other book that uh, that I've read by Susanna Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, and Perinacy, like the first fifty pages, you kind of like you're just reading whatever is in front of you and you really don't know what's going on yet. like you really don't have an idea of where you're going to be with it and i um and i wasn't positive if it would ever change and do something else and it took a wild like directional shift after yeah. at, at, at a certain point and I wasn't expecting that from um, The Mars of a Survivor, but I was at least wondering if there was going to be some kind of change or drift because I was noticing how little dialogue there was. And I was like, oh, man, Danny's going <laughs> to fucking hate this. Uh, uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It actually really reminded me of one of my, fav- my favorite book. Well, I haven't reread it in a while. I feel like I should because I mm. was in college when it was like my favorite book. Yes. Um, House Upon the Dirt in Between the Lake and the Woods by Matt Bell. Okay. which is also super prosy and very dense mm-hmm. and it would it's like not it doesn't have a ton of dialogue but it has a lot of like things that make you think and like dialogue Shit. and like the sense that like the narrator is talking to you so like you're part of the dialogue gotcha, um, gotcha. which was really cool uh so it did remind me of that and I kind of just wish I had a little bit longer to sit with it but again that was my fault
1: so yeah, I, and, I, and I do think that that, like, that would that is, and that is a big part of this, too, because I think that it really benefits from you being able to you know, ruminate, for lack of a better word. Like, really be able to kind of, like, sit and soak in it for a minute and, and try mm-hmm. to figure out, like, admittedly, what the hell is going on. Because, like, we'll talk about this during the course of the uh, podcast, I'm sure. Like, I'm still not 100% sure or, the, even, or even or necessarily 80% what, sure of what what's going was, on here. What happens?
0: What, it's so it, – so, so I think – multi, multi, multi <laughs> multiple things were happening. It's there was a reality that was happening. Mm-hmm. Then there was a past that had happened, the it. Mm-hmm. There was the reality that was happening, then there was also this like alternate reality that the narrator was like seeing into yeah, or like yeah. this alternate future or this alternate like something like ma- it, it just was like very like make-believe in a way. And then you didn't know if they were like premonitions, but then also like shit was going down. There was just a lot. And things would happen in like one paragraph. Yes. It was very hard to distinguish between is this a, re, like, a reliable narrator? Is yep. this not like...
1: It was a lot. I, I I was trying to I was I was even playing the like is the narrator and Emily the same per- or are the Emily or Emily and the narrator the same person? Um, but like, I, was, I was trying to figure out through context clues because I think there are characters that address them both while they're in the same room, so I don't think that's the case. But maybe maybe um, uh, uh, June or Jane, I think is the one is the one June. I'm thinking of. Um, June, yes. Um, yeah, who, yeah. Who like? Oh yeah, and steals from directly. her and stuff yeah. like that. And, and, yeah, and and, 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 and Emily grab uh, Emily like grabs them and forces them to return all the all the stuff which i don't think that june uh, would have done to her directly so much as like you know the person that she's you know that she's living with um i mean again maybe i'm wrong and maybe i'm missing some like contact schools as far as this goes but like i think that's not what's happening here but i'm honestly not sure because uh every time that's uh the main character basically has like a a wall that she always stares at in her apartment and Mm -hmm. she kind of like just, this is for the, for the audience here. If you don't know, obviously, but like the, she just kind of like loses herself in there and is able to transport herself to a another space. And in the beginning, it's kind of like hard to do, and she she can only get to it either in certain places or certain order or, or um, you know, under certain uh, situations. And yeah. then it becomes more eat more and more easy to do so. But like, is it the same? general area all the time because she has times when she looks into Emily's past and kind of gives an idea of who she is and why she is who she is mm-hmm. but then there's other times when it's almost like you know the ruins of um, you know formerly proud structures and maybe maybe even civilizations and like is that supposed to be an all, another different place that she goes to when she goes through the wall or is it all tied together etc you
0: know what I mean like even just
1: looking now that I'm getting like Englishy in it see I was yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Like, even just looking at the title, The Memoirs of a Survivor. So there's multiple memoirs going on about a single person.
1: (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) So I do
0: wonder if it's all the same person, but it's just, like, multiple versions of them. And, like, even if someone did... Maybe, like... They could still be the same... Like, it still could could all be be the same person.
1: Because Emily um, is is given to the narrator... um, through by someone who just brings her through the wall, who we never hear from again, and never really is no. hypothesized who they might even be, too. By the way, so even if they are in fact um, solid people sitting in the same room next to each other having conversations with a third person, that doesn't mean that isn't like some time displaced version of Emily or something like that. What like, if none of it's real? I mean, that also wouldn't be super shocking to be honest. Like that's like you know the. Um, the the one of the other parts of the story that is both confusing and I think kind of interesting to be honest is the um, the formless it the thing that is yeah. happening to society that's never mm-hmm. that is never fully described um, and, and like it could be read at parts of time as just simply like youth coming of age and and working into a world that is different from what the ones that their parents or or just you know older people have had created and and, and affecting change on it.
0: See, like, the thing for me is, like, I, when they were talking about the it, this happened, like, earlier on in the book, too, kind of Mm -hmm. before they even really got into the it, Yeah. was the talk that was happening about the it, and how the it just kind of was created by this these conversations that you heard of, like, oh, well, like, people are, like, leaving the city, like, people are blah, 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 people are, it's actually super reminiscent, it kind of reminds me of, like, what happened of, like, what happened in Minneapolis is that everyone fucking left the city. Oh, yeah. Like, ev- like everyone started leaving the city and, like, di- was not moving back. There was, like, it was really hard to get, you know, people back into, like, the service industry, really hard to get people back into just, mm-hmm. like, coming out and going to different restaurants. And it's been, like, a pretty constant... I've read a couple of really awesome articles about it. I'll see if I can find them and send them to you of just, sure, like... Doing like pieces on people who have come back to the city mm-hmm. after not being here for like two years and it just being mm-hmm. a totally different place. Um,
1: yeah. But it's kind and... of
0: reminded me of that of like people just like vacating and leaving because of some it that had been created by the masses anyway, you know, like they're creating it.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, well, I think we'll, I, I know we will talk about this. Um... This feeling of the it related to COVID in particular, because mm-hmm. uh, lo- some of Lessing's descriptions of um, that kind of formless change, or, or, or not even formless, but just like the way in which, um, I'm to say this, the, uh, the way in which you have a new reality kind of overlapping or, or pushing out the old reality mm-hmm. that... There's a whole lot of pretending about everything is like fine or everything's just a little bit different. It's not like that different, and then like yeah. and eventually having to for, be being forced to acknowledge that like oh yes everything is in fact different. Um, if there's a breaking point in which that actually does happen, um, I will say that
0: that is a big reason as to why I had to finish reading this book this morning. Was oh yeah. because and like I was telling you about this before, I was just like so I was in such a good mood <laughs> yesterday and happy, yeah. and it was warm out and I was sitting outside and I was like blah 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 and I started reading this and I was like I can't i can't go back there
1: <laughs> I, can't bring my, I can't bring myself down right now. i can't bring
0: myself down yet i just want to sip on my rosé
1: <laughs> and,
0: and watch the squirrels run around to the trees I, and just and just sit here for a little bit because this it definitely brings you back to COVID like yes, hard
1: and, and, I, and, I, and this is written in i believe the 70s um i, I, I want to just double check real quick on this because i'm not 100 percent sure um but like so the point being that like there is no yeah 74 um the point being that there's no, there's absolutely no connection to COVID in this book. It was written, it was written long ago, but um, it has it has parts of it that are like very applicable, and I think we'll get into that a little bit more. Um,
0: it's just like the loss of, it's like the loss of normalcy and yes. and having to then create the new normal but, and but, what that looks like.
1: But with COVID, there is a there is a definitive it. There is a thing yeah. that is happening. You know what I mean? Whereas in this book, like there is or there it's never discussed outright and so like that's part of me was wondering if this is metaphorical in that like you have the youth coming into a world that they are remaking of their own and the things that are that that existed before are dying out or um Evolving into something new at the very, uh, you know, in, in a more positive way, perhaps, um, because you have all these roving youth gangs about that, that, are, com- that are coming through. But you, but she makes she takes pains to say that like it's not just youth. There are there are older people that go with them. There are families that go with them sometimes, so, but so, rarely. I, I don't know how rare it was. I, I mean, I don't. I'm not going to say that it, that it was like you know fifty fifty or anything like that. But I, I'm I'm saying there there were some that would that would go along the way. So the question then is like, you know if you're reading this more metaphorical like are, there are still people that can be part of a new like system of change even if they aren't like the young ones they are they, they, you know there are people that could be um you know convinced of the you know uh, disastrous way of things that were, that were being done do before you, or anything like that
0: so do you think that there is still like in this book some version of i know that there are police yes but is there some version of government that is like over because they, they don't
1: they, like they, basically, what it seems from her descriptions that the, is that there is, but it's retreated more or less into its own space. Uh, yeah. It, it can control, and there's just parts of uh, the country. And I'm assuming this is uh, London. I could be wrong, obviously. But, like, I mean, it's a nameless city, so it could be pretty much anything. Um, yeah. But, um, like, they basically just kind of pulled back their forces out, out, out of the outlying areas, unless something, like, really specifically bad is happening Mm -hmm. um and and for the and they i think the one they mentioned is like the 500 person like congregation of like deciding what to do and how the police would 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 freak out about that because that is you know potentially a threat to their like actual like uh, hegemony as opposed to just some people kind of struggling to survive and then you have the government that still exists there but they are because they talk about the um the elite classes and the talkers and things Mm -hmm. like that so they they do exist, but like they, are they're, they're holding less and less sway. They still get to live their very privileged, like isolated lives uh, that are that are probably you know more or less how things were before. High again, COVID. Um, but there's, uh, you know, they, they don't have the direct presence that they might they once did, except in extreme circumstances.
0: Yeah, you said that very well. <laughs> <laughs> just, I feel uh, like I feel like I'm not smart enough today.
1: i just really i really
0: i I don't feel like i'm smart enough today
1: i feel after reading this book that i wasn't that that i wasn't smart enough and and this this i think is is not in any way shape this part of it at least is not in any any, uh, way shape or form blessings uh you know fault or whatever you want to call it but like it's ours there's there's there's, there's plenty of the (laughs) parts of this book that like i legitimately like I'm not saying I don't understand. I'm just I have no idea if my read on it is correct versus if there is, or if there's multiple ways to interpret it, or if there's a a thing that's going on here that I'm just not getting at.
0: I think that I had a hard time with figuring out what we were supposed to be getting from this book, and like I under, like I get, like I know the general thing of like the like a kind of coming of age story, or like this understanding of like watching someone. Maybe it was just her, Mm -hmm. like going through changes and watching this change happen in an environment that like the the narrator didn't grow up in Mm -hmm. or in like a new environment that is kind of like defining itself as it's going like i I get that that's like the big thing but there are so many moments in this book where i was reading it and i was like what did i just who what is hugo what?
1: yeah I mean that's yeah what is Hugo is it that just kept to be on a bringing me physical thing or is that yeah it kept do, on yeah.
0: bringing me back to the mabimbam sketch about would you rather have a dog <laughs> with human hands or a cat with a human face
1: yes <laughs> and I
0: just pictured this I what I pictured was like a yellow like a balding yellow lab
1: <laughs> Jesus that's terrifying like a
0: balding or well, like a balding pug like it was like I pictured like a pug face on like a yellow lab.
1: You know what? I, you know I ended up uh, thinking about, which is which is probably not at all related to the actual description of the uh, animal, but I was thinking of like, um, what's it Snarf from the Thundercats? Like the little, oh. the, 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 the the little guy. I know the Thundercats is entirely before your time, but yeah, um, it, it it like there's a just a, a little like cat that isn't quite. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's almost like a, like a gnome or something like that, like and like it has like kind of catish features, and that's why I ended up, that's why I ended up doing a snarf from the uh, from from Oh my
0: god! Yeah, I totally see that.
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah. So I like, love the beard. <laughs> right. That's that's why I think I go like the gnome or like Dorvish direction with with him as well. But um, yeah, just like a kind of a weird, um, I don't know, just a weird animal, uh, and. Oh, 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 with the green with the, like the green eyes but like the dog face uh, the dog body and everything and like I, I but like i don't know what that's supposed to does that mean that emily is from a fantastical area does that mean that what that um she just has like kind of a uh because they mentioned that that um pets have been basically just like you know yeah right ra- yeah part? so like is this just a, a lack of familiarity at this point with like nor- normal animals um like, it, or- I- I,
0: so I was thinking that too, but I also think like, no one really batted an eye. I mean, people didn't like yeah. them that much, but like no one really was like, what the fuck is that? You know, they're yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. just like, that's an ugly pet. So it made me kind of think like, was the it something that was like deformative or was the it something that like eradicated? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the way the narrator said was that, you know, like it like millions oh there was one scene in this which hits so close to home in in the way that like our society now Uh where it was a news story about this girl that was kidnapped and like murdered or something and the police were gonna were going after the guy who like took her and we're gonna show justice and blah 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 blah. and then the next news story was like a country that had killed millions of people
1: yeah and it was trying
0: to say that like well, no, us killing this murderer is good. Like, yeah. this is what we're about. And then they showed this story and they're like, murder is horrible, like, blah, 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 blah. And it was just like showing you how the news can, like, it's all just like misinformation mm-hmm. and like misdirection and everything like that. And That's I think important. that was like a really, that moment to me was like, oh, no, like, things haven't changed. Like, yeah. things aren't changing.
1: And, of course, that has no bearing on our, our modern society whatsoever, of course. We, we, maybe, we, we, the,
0: maybe the it isn't changed. Like, maybe that's what it is. Like, maybe it's just, like, no one did anything. So, this is what reality is. And yeah, that the yeah. it is just kind of, like, the slow, dissol- like, dissolving
1: of a democracy decay of a a formerly proud nation or or yeah and just like watching it it.
0: and then all you have are just like groups of youths yeah that are now coming together which is kind of what's happening now like (laughs) coming together
1: it hasn't gotten quite as post-apocalyptic here but like it's not it's about uh, it, to be uh, with that, what's and, going uh, through, and that's kind. Of, and that's kind of the thing. Like uh, you, could, I think this is. I think that yeah, if you wanted to look at this from, not even necessarily the, I mean, not necessarily like like a necessary or, or not necessarily automatic change, but like you know, the lack of actual uh, upkeep or progress or anything like that, and, it's, and leaving leaving so many people behind, like entirely possible. Because I remember the scene that you're talking about, um, with the news stories and how they. Uh, you know they're doing such a uh, doing such the, like theater to show that they're still in control or there's still consequences for actions and things like that and and, and like again that hits very close to home for you people. know what I'm this with for a you know what
0: this kind of reminds me of this reminds me of like it's in the same world of future home of the living god
1: yeah I could see that yeah
0: like it's in the same world like in that same kind of realm of mythicality and yeah, that
1: magical realism but also yeah. some kind of well, in, in that in that one the, like I guess the plague is a, or the um uh, the transformative event is a little more defined but otherwise like I I, I definitely get the vibes that you're talking about for
0: Yeah, sure. it's like very kind of like eerie but you don't really know why it's happening mm-hmm. or what's like I know that in the Future Home of the Living God it was you kind of knew what was but you like you like how and why and yeah, what? You, didn't,
1: you didn't and you didn't know if it was solvable you didn't know it, it, it was still it was, like even if the like for anyone who, who didn't uh read the future of the loving god or listen to our episode about that check that out um <laughs> it's basically like the idea that evolution has gone like sideways or backwards or well like, you don't really know basically things aren't really happening the exact way that they always did like uh, you know uh, babies are being born it's like monsters are still born and things like mm-hmm. that and and so there's no just like again like like what we what we see as a logical progression of things moving forward, yeah. and while there is something while while there is something more concrete in that book, the because it is a very um, kind of wild cardish idea of what might actually happen each time, you don't really get a sense of like oh well this is like the zombie apocalypse and here's how we fight it. You get a, you get this kind of like sense of disillusionment and mm-hmm. um, uh, like. Not hopelessness, but at least like a confusion at the very least about. So, what, yeah, what's, it's just kind what's of like be, how. Yeah, like
0: how is this going to get? I think that I also wanted to to talk about the idea of this being a coming of age story for yeah. Emily, but use but only through the narrator's eyes.
1: Yes. Which yes. now
0: that we've talked about that, maybe the narrator is Emily, yeah. and maybe maybe Emily is also June. Maybe like, what if Emily is everyone
1: <laughs> I, i'm not ready to go that far but i do well like, i i think there I, i'm not saying there's there's not something to be said about a reading that does that i just don't have the like the information in front of me to, to be able to pull it together yeah i do think the one per, the narrator and emily being one person is at the very least plausible i'm not saying it's absolutely how things uh what what the, what the author intended but if, it can be if the narrator way.
0: let's just say the narrator and emily are one person sure then who is the actual, per- is Emily the actual person or is the narrator the actual person who has then personified this like childish, idyllic like thing? Or is the child the actual person
1: if i'm if i was making this work and, and perhaps this is my own like genre sense of having to have a plot and like a, a, and um specific functions like my thing would be like that emily in the story is like a time-jumped version of the author as as like a young a young girl slash woman so like that that when, when she's brought through the wall to stay with the narrator that that is a like past version of the narrator's self and now the, and so there are two people or the, the sa- they are the same person but they are two like individual bodies like living in this living in the oh, same room rather, rather than it being like a, a fight club situation where you're where you're talking to one, one one of them but they're actually not really there and you have to kind of figure out like you know that if both are in the room only one is ever being ad- addressed directly or something like that I was thinking Fight Club situation. Yeah, I, 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 I totally get that, and that's why I was I was thinking that when June addresses the narrator more directly, when after she steals the stuff out of the apartment and Emily like marches them back, I think that scene is the one in particular that to me that says, um, it's not just like one person occupying two roles in their head, but one person in reality, but instead that. two bodies. There's no
0: um, way I'm gonna be
1: able to find that scene. <laughs> and and even, and even if we do, like, I don't know if we'll be able to parse the language in time to get a, to get a absolute for certain read on it. And no. again, I So I could be I could very much be wrong here, but like that is my thought at least on 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 what on what the um. I'm just the wondering. The I'm just
0: wondering if like Emily would have been pissed that they were stealing things from her house and J- made like June and stuff come back and like yeah. say sorry to her and just I, like personified that as the narrator.
1: I mean, I I, 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 could, I could very much hear that argument. I, my, my thought is that um, June wouldn't have done that to Emily at that stage in their relationship, just because like she clearly like worshipped her, and and that was that was a like, a step too. I think that would have been a step too far if it was her. If it was just the older woman that she lives with, then like, hey, no, no, no shade, no harm. Yeah. Um, but again, I, that that that's that's drawing pretty fine distinctions that I'm not sure would hold up to an overall reading. So I'm not saying I'm right there. That's just what I've been you know thinking about.
0: Yeah. With this. Um I felt really I'm not gonna lie. I did feel really bad for Hugo.
1: Oh yeah, good God yes. um felt
0: so bad for that dog. yeah things
1: <laughs> cat cat thing human cat <laughs> human. dog human thing uh yeah, for sure because it was like so you mentioned the whole like coming of age uh, this being a coming of age story which is something I very much agree with and and a lot of what my early... Like what I mentioned before, when in the first fifty pages I didn't really know what was going on, but I thought there were some really like smart commentary and interesting like ideas that were coming through. A lot of that was these observations of the coming of age of Emily, and yeah. um, obviously Hugo's a huge part of that because she he's like the the direct tie to her childhood. That um, and and at one point is the only thing that probably that keeps her from leaving with one of those roving bands and like really kind of you know having her step out into the in, into the world. Did yeah. you say
0: roving? bands yes i just for for first time you said that and i was like immediately went to like a groupie and like an actual band (laughs) like i immediately went to like oh yeah she's calling like metallica
1: (laughs) no 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 (laughs) there's there's just bleak 182 like wandering the countryside or something like that Uh, i mean
0: i would i would follow i would do that too except i would bring my cats
1: yeah come on and they'd be they'd be cool charlie
0: charlie would charlie would definitely like be a stage cat. I could see him being like, "I can play the drums." He's like super cool. Dennis. Dennis
1: is just getting De- stoned in the couch uh, in the green room.
0: Yeah, Dennis is doing that, or he's like the guy that's like, "Do you need water? Can I get you any water? Do you? How about? Do you want any water?" Like, he's the guy that's like on it, ed- like very much like on edge. and am Char- helpful. Yeah, and Charlie's the one that's like, "I don't even know that guy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> is that your brother? No.
0: That's. I think that's actually. If he was a human being, he would be like, "I can't live. I got fucking roped in with this guy."
1: <laughs> <laughs> and yet they are. A yeah, I know. Pair of cats
0: together forever.
1: Um, yeah, I, I just like the, like the um, point being that like Hugo was definitely like a, a a direct tie to her childhood as as well as a um, you know someone she is responsible for and, and 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 she can't exist in that world and have him because she tries to bring him out. Uh, to the to those uh, the youths on the corner, they are not uh, super enamored by him. They don't take to him or anything. And then that night, like three oh. of them kind of case the joint to maybe steal him for uh, and to, to kill him, eat him. For yeah, food. I know. And that's when and that's when she realizes that she can't go with Hugo. There's no chance to survive. Yeah, and, and so you get my point though. Like that, that's kind of her like stalling her because if all of these users are leaving this is a natural thing this is probably Hugo to some degree is like stalling her coming of age um process
0: and like i'm thinking about it from in like my own not that i ever went through anything like this but like my own per, like my own like i just lost like one of my last like like childhood pets mm-hmm. like she was a 23 year old cat this cat was in fucking sane yeah but <laughs> i remember like that was going to be like the last tie, like the last thing that i could have like i had memories of when i was like four and like playing with and stuff like that and also like the idea of like hugo not i i think hugo is not only a vehicle for like her coming of age but also her like individuality like i think that she was given this pet to like care for her and her Mm -hmm. to show it love or whatever but Normally, when you get to a certain age, you kind of want to have your own pet. Like, you want to take care of yeah, something. Yeah. And that bridge never really happened for her and mm-hmm. Hugo. Like, it was much more of, like, a survival-y type of relationship, it felt. And Hugo had, like, love for her.
1: Yeah. Judy, and Duty to her as well. Yeah, duty sure.
0: to And I think that Emily was, like... I needed to love something or something needed to love me, but it wasn't necessarily like a choice that she was making. And I yeah, think that yeah, yeah. once she realized she had to make the choice between being like the cool girl over yeah. like, <laughs> over like hanging out with her weird animal, she wanted to choose being a cool girl and then would feel guilty and come back and be like, yeah. Oh, Hugo, like I didn't mean it, blah, blah, blah. blah. And the dog was like, I don't like I'm just a dog. What do you? <laughs>
1: I was like, I know, I know, I know what you're doing. I know, I know who you're running around with. People, yeah, mean you're still doing that, Gerald. Oh, what a, Gerard. what a fucking idiot that dude is, Gerald. Right, Gerald or Gerald? Uh, Gerald, I would say. Gerald. I mean, dude sucked. Uh, Gerald.
0: Where did that come from? <laughs> Gerald. <laughs> <laughs> I added so many extra R's in there.
1: I'm not. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not gonna lie though. That like now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think I ever like once pronounced his name in my head. So when you asked me that, I was kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, Gerald. Gerald. <laughs> that, that Gerald what it is.
0: Gerald. Why do I add so many R's in there?
1: <laughs> Gerald, Gerald. 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 Gerald.
0: That's what I was trying to say. Okay, I was okay. trying to say Gerald or Gerald, <laughs>
1: not Gerald. So it's more about the the, 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 the emphasis of the, the sound of the G. Gotcha. What was
0: the other word that I couldn't say? The, the one we just did, uh, 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 vigilanteism. Oh, God. But I got it that time. Hey, right. Practice it, it so one, much. One,
1: t- one take.
0: I say it in all of my work meetings.
1: <laughs> just to make sure you reinforce it.
0: Just like under my breath as we start vigilanteism.
1: <laughs> just get yourself revved up for your meetings, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't, I never want to hear that sound ever again. I know. I kind of had a little bit of a, of a bubble.
0: Anyway, uh, yeah, I, I, I just,
1: well, I, I do want to make a, a, something about the um, the, coming, the coming of age part of it. Um, I think that like Lasting does such a good job of just these little like observations about what it is like to to grow older and also to grow uh, to, for someone older to watch someone grow grow older too mm-hmm. and kind of start to come of age because you know whether or not the narrator is Emily or just an, or, or an individual person like she is watching Emily like kind of figure out um, being a you know. A more mature and more independent uh, adult, or at least the process as she gets towards that, and she talks about like one one. I didn't really say that many quotes from this, um, but uh, she does say that like the old have been young, the young have never been old. So like Mm -hmm. the the older people always have perspective about the youth. Now this is often bullshit. It's often tarnished and through their own experiences or like you know, there's so many people that think like you know anyone under the age of 25 doesn't know shit about shit because they're too young to do so and even 25 is probably too young for and
0: i agree to with too. that
1: as someone who is not yet who, who is not any longer of that age yeah um, they don't know anything but like you know the point being like they, they still at least have an idea of what it was like when they grew up even if they can't you know like successfully describe it to everyone um or, per, or prescribe it for everyone and i i I think there's like she doesn't she doesn't get frustrated with it. The narrator is pretty like laconic about that. She's kind of like just letting Emily do her thing and not really like, in- interfering that much as mm-hmm. far as far as that goes. She's making her observations. Well, fine. <laughs> maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just like an inevitability <laughs> or something. Um, and at one point there's a um, a section about how the narrator observes that. People grow through like emulation or, or like mm. direct absorption of someone yeah. else's like traits. Um, it's not this kind of thing where you 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 pick and choose like ooh I like this from this person this one. and like maybe you can do that a little bit in terms of like in in terms of um like practical and um intentional choices.
0: You can do that in, like when you get to college, I think is when that starts happening. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think that, I think that's more of a like, you know, you're trying to find when you try to like find yourself or when you step out on your own for the first time or something like that. And uh, you know, I think that there but the point is that you don't like you don't randomly just pick things up here and there and it and it contributes to your overall whole like maybe a little bit, but for the most part it is like direct like, emulation of, yeah. some, of someone or something that you, that, that you liked, and it kind of reminded me in this very nerdy way of, um, uh, Thomas Kuhn is a guy that we had to read in grad school, and, and this is, th- I was political science, but this is broadly applicable, because it's about, like, scientific revolution and how it happens, mm. and what he was saying was that this idea that knowledge is a, uh, just a library where, you know, someone learns something new and cool, we add it to the shelves, and, like, you know, we, we got, we got new knowledge, um, and it just kind of gets built up like that, um, and that's not how it happens, is what he says. Because what he's saying is that knowledge is uh, uh, hegemonic. Or um, how have you actually pronounce that? Um, Don't ask me. <laughs> point being that, it, like, now that the, the the accumulation of knowledge is directed by the time or the leaders or things like that. If you think yeah. about like the last two years, for example, like the Im- most important part of the last two years for science would have been to develop a vaccine. For, for covid so that specifically directed the things that we were trying to learn not everything of course yeah. not not absolutely everyone w- w- was doing that but the people who could were directed towards that kind of thing which means that other avenues were shut down that you wouldn't go that you that you wouldn't do mm-hmm. you wouldn't go down so you know if we're if we're going to bring this parallel background to the story here if emily had been looking at a very particular person and saying like wow that person is a good leader cool. or funny or cool or whatever it is, then that's the person that they would be like, that she would be emulating or trying to pick up traits from, as opposed to just like, you know, doing a grab bag of whoever was around.
0: But also, I think that that, that fits nicely with one of the conversations that Emily had with the narrator about when she kind of became Gerald's right hand lady. Yes. Is that people were asking her what to do, or people were like coming to her and being like, what tasks should I do and like feeling guilty when she was like, no, don't do that. Do it this way. Yeah, because She was kind of like a den mother at that point. I yeah. Mean. And she was having a really hard time with that because they didn't like her and Gerald didn't want that to be the case. Like they didn't want to have leaders. They didn't want to have like yeah. this thing where people were going to be answering to them or asking them or anything like that. They wanted it to be very like flat level. Yeah, and she t- was talking criminal, to
1: the yeah, yeah,
0: yeah and she yeah. was talking to the narrator about that and the narrator was like well that's never going to happen like ev- like that everyone will always look up to some everyone will always like need there to be some sort of base level for someone that mm-hmm. like knows what's happening yeah and then be able to follow that and it's almost like emily didn't want there to be that hierarchy of people to like mm-hmm want to emulate or want to do that. And so I wonder if that's like an old way of thinking versus like the new way of thinking Mm -hmm. of like, okay, maybe like a hierarchy and that kind of thing didn't work. So, except I would like to say that it seems like the patriarchy is still around.
1: <laughs> like,
0: God forbid that go away. Well,
1: I, I think I think that like just because the narrator is the one who makes this point to Emily does not mean that's necessarily the author's point as well. Because like the narrator is someone who is like a you know a relatively high placed member of society of the old society at least. Mm-hmm. She has a nice apartment. She still is running water while things are going to shit around her. Yeah. She's not one of the like the up and top at the top like talkers that they call them. But they're not. Like, but she's not like you know. Digging in refuse bins or anything like that. No, no, no. Um, so, if she's the one saying like, "Oh, well, there's, there's always got to be someone in charge," like that doesn't mean that she's right. It, it, it means just because, and just because Emily is encountering uh, uh, problems with her. Um, communal living situation mm-hmm. doesn't mean that that's automatically trash. Uh, I, I, it could just be growing pains of how this all this all works. I guess my point is that like I don't think that lessing is being like communism bad or even just like, you know, more communal no, yeah, living yeah. is bad too. Um which I but that but I think that those lines get very blurred because you don't know it's hard to tell who you think the author's point of view is sometimes because you don't know if she is identifying more with the uh, coming of age or the uh, like the bastion of the past.
0: I have a question for you. Sure how old do you think the narrator is because we don't really know and they do have like conversations about there being like middle-aged people yeah. in the in the groups down on the pavement or yeah. whatever but we don't really get an idea of how and we don't even actually really get any inkling of from like past situations and stories with the narrator of yeah. like how old she might be all we know is that she is, not considered a youth, yeah. I guess, or not considered youthful—a youth, a youthful thinker. I don't know.
1: Yeah. And she, I mean, but she but we know she's not like decrepit because she's still like no. wrong, she's still like, going around and. She's doing, not like Miss Havisham. Oh, good God, I don't <laughs> want to think about that again either. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I honestly don't know because uh, like part of this is that um, there is a huge difference in how old someone is in like the span of human life versus how old you think they are when you're young. Like I remember when I was a kid, like I, I, like like a teenage, like early teens, let's say, or, or like, know, like 13, the... 14, something like that.
0: What like in the 1930s?
1: Yeah, you know when we were had horses and buggies and shit. Fuck you. <laughs> and dinosaurs were um, walking around. T- <laughs> <Brad. laughs> Triceratops is the <a> coolest dinosaur. Like. <laughs> um, I, I remember watching, like, the real world, say, and being, and if someone was 24, I was, like, that person is ancient, what are they on this fucking show for, oh my god, and in in reality, but, like, because for me, it was, like, you know, I thought, like, 18 to 21 was, like, you know, the hip young kids that were on the show, and, like, 24 is, like, it's two years out of college if we're going by that, by that, like, gauge, or, like, if you're just going by simple maturity, like, yeah, sure. You can pick up a lot more in three years, but that also de- m- very much depends on the person. So there's like, there's no. There's, I remember also reading like books when I was younger and being like, and finding out the author was like in their 30s, and being like, God damn it, you have to wait until you're old to be like a success- successful author and shit like that. Like, I like I thought everyone was just gonna hit like, you know, 25 and be and have yeah. like, their life set in front of them or something like that.
0: I did a I, my freshman year. There was this girl that was in like a slate class or whatever, and she went around the like coffee shop at school, and she mm-hmm. was asking people. She gave you like a little piece of paper, and I was like, "When do you think you're gonna be engaged? When do you think you're gonna be married? When are you gonna have a kid?" Like, both, yep. like all of that kind of stuff. And I remember I was what like fucking nineteen, eighteen. Yeah, my fresh, yeah, I was eighteen, Uh and I had said engaged twenty four. Yeah. married, 25, kids, I think I said, like, tw- like 28 or 29.
1: Yeah.
0: It's, it, none of that has
1: happened. <laughs> and, like,
0: a very thing. And then she, so she ended up being a psych major, so she kept all of this, everyone's, like, notes, yeah. and she asked us all again our senior year. Oh,
1: that's cool. And, and I was, like,
0: never getting married,
1: <laughs> never. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to die a miss Havisham. show. <laughs> yeah, never having
0: kids, never, like, no, I think I had like said engaged me. I was like, I think I said like engaged 29, married sure.
1: th- 32, yeah, yeah. kids,
0: maybe. Like the, the timeline I gets know. pushed
1: back, the possibilities. I mean, because like this happens every now and then, like, because Twitter is my like social media of choice. Like, every now and then, like, people, some 18 you know, year old will get on there and talk about how, like, you know, if you aren't a millionaire by the time you're 24, then what are you even doing or something like that? And it's like, you know, maybe you are, you know, the next entrepreneurial genius. It's possible, of course. Yeah. But, like, for the most okay. part, there's a lot of people that have, like, these outs- uh, outsource or outsized expectations for what they're going to get, when they're going to get it. And, like, and, it, you know, it is it is healthy to try to push those things to make sure that you are, like, you know, moving more rapidly towards your goals. Like I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to shade, shade that kind of thinking either. But I think that people are very unrealistic to a degree about what they think old is, or I mean, like, didn't I think that like you or one of your friends asked me this weekend, like, what what's being in your thirties like? And I I, I, oh, I, yeah. I, I said, I, I said, like, with the caveat of like, if you choose to have kids, this is very, very different, or. If you are, of course, like uh, like disadvantaged in, in, in some way, like then then yes, the, the, this is very different um, uh, advice or information. But if you have a, a if you you know get out of college and you have or or you know start a career right out of high school or whatever, and you start to like kind of at least slowly progress through that, um, you know, being in your thirties is basically like being in your twenties, but you have more money. Like that's yeah. like that's like it, you like you can make different choices, of course, um, but you can make those choices in your twenties as well, um, and. Your your life can be different because of that, but if you're talking about just like general like linear progression, it's not it, it's not it's not super different. And yeah. if you told me that when I was even probably 25, I would have been shocked. So
0: there, so similar but different vibe. Um, when I was like 23, out of college, living with like roommates and st- shit like that, we used to like
1: drink quite heavily. Not that I'm saying
0: I don't like partake in alcohol anymore. But we this to, like this
1: whole podcast is called Lit Lit I know, Daddy. I yes. know, but like
0: that would we would like go out like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah I know. What like mean. that was the vibe, and I remember we got to like age twenty five, and we were like, okay, like when is this like, like when do we need to stop? Like when does drinking yeah. become like not? Like when do we need to stop doing that? Like when do we yeah. need to stop kind of like living this life of like going out all the time and whatever? And we were like, okay. 28, 27. I think we were like 27. We get to 27, and then we're fine. And we got to 27, and like we weren't going out on Wednesday anymore. Yeah. But like,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: but we were still like wanting to go, like, and then we are like, okay, like, t- like 29, then 29 is the year. And yeah. we're t- all of us are turning 29, and we're like, okay, well, like thir- 30s, 30s <laughs> the year. Like just like pushing it. I will say that I've now graduated from not only drinking boxed wine. See
1: that like again. that
0: was, that was a big step. Like now, i prefer to have a bottle of wine before i open
1: the box <laughs> ah, i see you you, you want that good tasting wine to start it off before you yeah
0: the rest of you gotta get that palate nice and good and then it's you nice
1: destroy it <laughs> i mean i think i think that's i, I think that's interesting though because like it, i think it is i think our again this doesn't apply to everyone obviously if you don't drink of course but also if you just you know, different personalities like mm-hmm. i remember like when i was when I moved to boston i was what 25 i think um so, and I was, um, and, and we were, and we were doing everything, you know, we were, we were you know, having house parties pretty much like, you know, anytime we felt like it, oh, going yeah. out a bunch. And I, and like, I, and I hated going out to some of the places that we'd go out to, like the more like, you know, super populated, like loud ass bars, like clubby type places, but like, mm-hmm. Hey, that's loud what friends are doing, so we'll do that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, and but like I think that's the kind of thing that like starts to change is that you feel more comfortable making your own choices and your own yeah, like, for like, sure. like do being being kind of in in your own space as opposed to just doing like you have to do something and you'll do anything that 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 can be. That it's can like be attached to
0: changing you. from going to Ned Devine's
1: to yes.
0: saloon in Davis <laughs> yeah. Square. You know, it's like what like what was fun then isn't yeah. necessarily like yeah. all that like, oh my god, this weekend. Um Went out to dinner with a friend or whatever, and then we went to Howl at the Moon. Oh God! And we walked in, and we both immediately knew that we were not drunk enough for this. Yes. Immediately knew we weren't drunk because I walked in, and we walked towards the live band, and I could, I could feel how sticky the floor was, and my brain was like, "You're not drunk enough. If yeah. you're, if you're this is bothering happen. you, you have to leave." And we did. We stayed there for like 20 minutes, and we looked at each other, and we were like, Can "You want really, like not be here anymore?" <laughs> yep are like, yeah, I think that sounds like a good idea. We shouldn't be here anymore. <laughs> it's like those like moments. But yeah. then you can then I go out somewhere around here and there's light music and dancing and whatever, and I don't and you're, give and you're a fine shit. With it, yeah.
1: Yeah. So to answer your question, I think the narrator is thirty-eight. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> no, I, no, I have I have I, I legitimately have no idea. I, I I I pull I pull that just because that's around that's the age I am now. Um, I I really could see the narrator being legitimately anywhere from thirty to sixty-five or something like that. Like I I, I don't. I, I really don't know if it matters, but, like, I, it could be yeah. in there for me.
0: Then I was going to ask you, would you be considered an old person or a youth?
1: Uh, I mean, I'd be considered, by, by, the, by the standard of the time, I'd be considered an old person. Like, but I sure. wonder
0: if it is, like, mentally young. Because there were, like you were saying, like, families and older people yes. within those, like, traveling bands
1: that's uh, that's that's the distinction i guess i would make for my or try to make for myself and i don't know if like i don't know if i'm giving myself too much credit or here or anything like that but like the idea that i think i remain open-minded towards like what people younger than me are are doing and don't have an issue acting like i don't, I don't act like you know oh shit the way we used to do things awesome because like clearly yeah. not working out so great for one thing and be like i remember what it was like to be 18 and like you know Argue with some with adults about shit, and yeah, I was perhaps arrogant about some shit, and and, and yes, perhaps I needed to learn more about certain things out of perspective. But like, some of the factual shit I was saying was 100 percent accurate, yeah, and, remain, and it remains accurate. Like, I'm I, again, I'm not saying I was an absolute genius back then, but the treat like you know, 18, like <laughs> <laughs> but the but treat like 18, 17, 16, anyone like that of that age, as if they don't know shit about shit, is like an absolute like calamity of misjudgment. Like you, like, yeah, you, even, I agree. If, even if you think that you that that, that they need. And again, as, as as I was using that that quote, like the you know the old have been young, the young have never been old. Like that shit's true, and you, and and perspective is a big is a big deal, deal. and I think that I have more of that than I, I, than someone would at that age. Dear God, I hope I would, but yeah. I do think that um, there is value in making sure that you get something out of that experience. And, and, and when you're old, not dismissing it, because dismissing it means that you're only going to keep thinking the way that you're already thinking, yeah, which is a really I, shitty way of doing it. And I
0: think that this book ultimately is kind of about that idea of, are mm-hmm. you able to kind of let go of your, the old ways of thinking and the old ways of living in yeah. order to create something new and inclusive to everyone. Yeah. But I think that this book did a really good job too, of showing like when it's gone too far, like the kids, like yeah, the cave absolutely. kids, yep who like there are portions of society that just aren't ready or that like just need a couple of more like like evolutions like some more time in order to like
1: so be I, introduced so in a I, way I, i've been i've been trying to think about this book like, like very metaphorically now granted there are specific things like the, the degradation of the standard of living and things like that that clearly like something is happening it's not simply change it's not simply the youth like trying to like sign they want something different they want something different at least in part because of circumstance uh that being said i think there's a lot of different ways to read this metaphorically still and like I was thinking about that communal living being like the attempt, like a good-hearted attempt at trying to make things work, and you could have these little, like the, like the, the, the cave kids or the underground kids, uh, essentially cave being kids. Fa- being fascism, uh, like, yeah. like, like, be, or, at the very least being like violent tendencies that um, are not being like reined in by society. Uh, yeah. And
0: does the that mean society roll? is
1: automatically good? But no. But does it mean that you know these kids are like, oh well, sure, that's just how nature is, and we're fine with that? Like that shouldn't be that shouldn't be. I also. Either.
0: I also really like the way that I, I will say that Gerald interacted with them. He was like, you can't blame them. They're children. Like, how yeah. can you like, how can you hold them accountable? They're kids. Yeah. But also it kind of goes to this, to this like thought process of like, well, when does like youth versus old start? If it's going to yeah. keep on going back, like, if There's going to be a time when 20 year olds are now considered old, or like when 16 year olds are considered old, and then it just keeps on moving. Like, there has to be some. I just really don't want 20 year olds to be considered old (laughs) right now,
1: (laughs) yeah. Because you got got, got a year or two left in that, and then you got a year or two left into the dark side.
0: Um, another question for you do you like
1: kids? Man, you caught me right in the middle of a drink. Um, do I like kids generally speaking, or like do I like interacting with kids, or like what yes. how do you mean?
0: And so not like having your own, but yeah, like interacting with, no, but, with uh, children.
1: Um, yes and no. Um, I, do, I, 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 don't seek it out, and to be fair, like I don't have. A... I hope not. That would be very weird. <laughs> well, I, I guess I mean like you know how I mean there's some, there's some people that like if there is a kid in their group or if they're oh. uh, if they're if they're like you know. Um, if they come across a kid naturally in their day to day life. I don't know how else to say this. It doesn't sound creepy as fuck. Um, then then, then they are ha- like really cool engaging with the kid and, like, wanting, Oh, yeah. they, like like at a
0: restaurant they, or something if you have a kid sitting next to you sure, and you're like do you sure. like the that kind
1: of yeah. Or or, or even if it's like a bit of an older kid and you're like, Oh hey, what's going on with, with this? Like I, I I like but like if there's a specific thing or if there's a, like if you have a particular like relationship to the kid then like yeah like we were down um with um Brooke in uh, West Virginia, you know where she's where she's from, and one of her friends has uh, has two kids, and the the boy was talking to me about uh, Pokemon. And I was like, yeah. And he's showing me his Pokemon on, 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 on Switch, and I was like, yeah, dude, I know that Pokemon. And he's like, oh, what about this one? I'm like, yeah, that one too. He's like, wait what? he's like, when did you play Pokemon? I was like, oh, I, I started out like when actually when it first came out. Like, I played like Red and Blue. Um, and he's like, oh, okay. I'll go find the old ones. Just like swiping, <laughs> swiping to the side to get back to like the original 151 and shit. And yeah. I was like, all right, fine, <laughs> but, but like we still have Same. like we, well, the point is we well, still had like a, like a, a like a starting point for a conversation. And, and if that kid had been into like you know basketball or or, or just like to, or, or watching a tv show that i knew about yeah. or something like that or or had any level of curiosity because of like the the kid was of uh, w- was someone who i cared about so then, then we'd have a lot more reason to to interact do i go out of my way or am i one of those people that's like oh i love talking to kids no but if i have a if i have someone a kid that i'm like i have a reason to talk to absolutely
0: i just like didn't i just like didn't see you doing well in
1: <laughs> this book <laughs> oh yeah I, I i would either be one of the people that um uh like joins one of the gangs down in the streets or one of the people that, that they, they they rob and steal from and leave for dead in the gutter probably no probably no in between <laughs> no in between at all